Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, Sid. I'm here with Rico Nasty. Hi, guys. So we were just saying that you're obsessed with like Asia and like Asian culture. Oh my god. Yes. This is Levine. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely am, though. Definitely, Japan has had a, like huge influence on like the way I dress and especially the shit that I watch going. Yeah. Up. How did you start even watching it initially? Oh, well, my mom. She she had a friend. And her daughter, her name was Stephanie, she was like cool as shit. And whenever I'd be over her house, she'd always just be watching it. And it started off uh, Fruits Baskets. That's what it was at mm -hmm. first. And I was just like, okay, like I like the intro. I like the show. I was like obsessed with that one. And then um, she started getting rid of all her shit. Yeah. <laughs> and she gave it all to me. So mm -hmm. I had like a bunch of fucking Chobis and Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, everything. And... You know, I didn't have cable and shit, so I would just watch anime. I would just watch it. Wow. Some of them had books, like comic books, and that's yeah. where I learned how to draw. Yeah. You know, oh. like, yeah. It all, like, ties into each other. It was, yeah. It was pretty crazy how it happened, too, because it was, like, a six-month span, honestly. Like, it was just a, a really deep phase of just yeah. straight anime. Like, I would talk like them. Like, <laughs> talk like them. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, okay, in Chobis, there was a character, um, of course, her name was Chi, and her owner's name was Hitaki, so she was like, Hitaki, Hitaki, and it was just so fucking cute, like, I just yeah. remember the whole fucking theme song and everything. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know Japanese, I'm not gonna sing it, because they're gonna be like, bitch, what are you saying? But I just be singing that shit, yeah. I don't care, I don't care, I love that song. What about it do you love so much? Um, The Innocence. Mm. It's kind of like a love song, it's like, um... Baby, baby, ooh. I love this. It was just, um, that was all okay. I know what it was. It was that was the first show that introduced me to um, um, chibis. Period. Like you know the miniature versions of anime characters. So once I seen the chibi version, first off character, I was just like, fuck, I want to be that person. Yeah. I was just That's kind of different, right? I feel like where you're from, not many people watch like or influence that much by Asia, right? Not really, but I know people definitely watch anime. I don't know like how, you know what I'm saying, how yeah. deep they are with it besides like Dragon Ball Z and yeah. Naruto, but those were like some of my favorites. I, I got pretty fucking yeah. deep into it. I don't know. Um, how, well, how old were you back then? Like 13, 14. Yeah. 15. 15? <laughs> like, like 15, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's when I started uh, making my tape and shit. So I was just like, I had to be 15. Because my first mixtape has like a lot of Asian influenced beats. Yeah. Like, I was, um, that was a little bit before Keith Ape came out, but I oh. had knew about his music and shit like that. Oh, so damn. I was listening to him too. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. How would you describe yourself like back then during that phase, like your personality? Um, private. Mm -hmm. I was super private and I was super like, um, 
how do I say this? Like, I was having, like, a lot of mood swings growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just always in my own head a lot. Like, I don't know. I had my two best friends, but around that time when I first started making music, it was just, like, all I cared about was the music. Mm -hmm. All I cared about was that. I didn't care about anything else. And the only thing that I did care about was what people thought of me. And then it was just, like, I just stopped caring. Like, Do you remember, like, what? Was there, like, a specific moment in time? I, yeah, I mean, I got pregnant. Yeah. And, you know, like, being young, having a baby, people always have so much to say. Mm-hmm. So, in that case, it just, um, it showed me not to give a fuck because I knew what I was having was beautiful. Like, I'm having a child. And yeah. He's going to be amazing, and I get to raise somebody. Yeah. Like, who cares how young I am? Like, I would never, you know what I'm saying, be a piece of shit mother. So it, was, it wasn't, it was like, a bad thing to me. And everyone was trying to tell me it was a bad thing. So I yeah. was just like, fuck you. Fuck your opinion. And that shit trickled into the music, too, because it was like, I'm always going to do yeah. what I want to do. Like, I don't care about what people have to say about that shit because yeah. it's like, you can spend your time caring about more important shit. Yeah. Actually, where did you get that? mindset from because in your like previous interviews you said like your parents were pretty shocked so then they weren't really embracing it so what made you kind of embrace it to be a mother well it was just like honestly this is gonna be like so fake deep but as soon as I held my son I just Mm -hmm. felt like yeah I just felt Mm -hmm. like I felt like I felt life I felt what like what this shit was for like you know you live your life when you're young you live your life you're like what am I living for? What am I going to be? What am I going to do? And that was one thing that kind of just told me, like, wow, like, from now on, I can't say shit like, I hope I die. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, from now on, I can't, like, do certain shit that is it's pretty selfish, but you do it because you're not a parent. You yeah. don't know what it's like yeah. to have something so fragile, so beautiful, like, and pure. It's just like, oh, my God, it just... It, like, makes you feel like a terrible person because you're like, what did I do to deserve this beautiful little thing? And then, you know, it grows up. And my son is only two, but mm-hmm. it's just fucking, like, yeah. they love you and they're smart and you just feel that love back. And I think that's when it was. It was like, if my son thinks the song is cool, the song is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Like, he dances a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I have videos of him dancing all the time. Oh. He's always dancing. So, I always play my music for him, and if he likes it, then I like it. Yeah. Was it difficult for, like, raising your son, because a lot of people your age weren't raising? Like, where do you think you got your, like, sense of, like, this is how I want to be as a mother? Low-key, I feel like when I got pregnant, it was, like, a fucking, um... A frenzy of pregnancies, like... Oh, really? <laughs> See, all racing. One of many, so... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on with that, but... <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, shit, you're pregnant too, bitch? Yeah. Ay. And that's like, wow, like, that shouldn't be anyone's goal, but... Yeah. I was out of high school, so it was, you know, that was that. So you guys helped each other out and, like... No, it was just, like... My friends and everybody around me, like, at that age, they were just, like damn bitch like what you gonna do mm-hmm. you know like what are you gonna do and yeah. that was when I you know made it my choice and my job to get a job and figure out where I was gonna live and just you know figure that out as an adult like you had to grow the fuck up it's like as soon as it comes out you're like big man pants like yeah you gotta man up mm-hmm. not like who knows what'll happen yeah yeah 
And your dad's a rapper, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I don't even, like, he doesn't even rap anymore. Yeah. So it's weird, but he was a rapper yeah. before you. So did that ever, like, make it more in your head that you could be a rapper yourself? Or did that, like, when you were younger, do you like, oh, he could do it, I could do it too? It was never like that, honestly. Yeah. It was just, I would see him in the studios, and I would see him writing, and I never went to any of his shows or anything like that. But I just remember like how much he loved it. And you know, when I was younger, I used to freestyle with my dad. Like I used to, wow. I used to get dressed up and like put on shows for mm -hmm. my parents, like to Britney Spears and Mariah Carey oh. and fucking like Spice Girls, like crazy. Yeah. Anyway, but my dad, he just was like, he was never like, yeah, I want you to do this. And I was never like, I want to do this. It was like, I was in high school. The boys thought it was cute. I was like, oh shit, so I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Think you cute and shit. I'm gonna be a little female rapper. Fuck it. But then it was like, oh wait, I'm nice. I like this shit. Mm -hmm. I like I like crowds of people chanting my name. Like, some people don't like that. Some people get to the point where I'm at, and this is not even far. Yeah. It's not even far. It's like they get to the beginning and they're like, I don't want to do this shit. Damn. I don't want to do it. Like, I don't. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth, you know, you know, you make mm -hmm. sacrifices and you lose a lot of friends yeah. and you like you're looked at a certain type of way and that's not even who you are. Shit's just weird, mm -hmm. you know. So people can't handle that. So I'm Did he blessed. teach you about like the technical aspects or like how to write, that sort of thing? No. <laughs> when I started writing he was in jail. Oh. And he didn't even hear my first mixtape when yeah. it came out, he actually heard it like six months after it came out because that's when he got out of jail. Yeah. And I remember he was just so impressed. Wow. He was just like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Even my mom though. Like, let me cut my mom some slack because she wasn't happy about me rapping. Really? But when, she wasn't like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, do oh, that yeah. shit. I guess most parents are like that <laughs> you know what I'm She was just like, um, all right, well, look, you can't be a corny ass bitch. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, when I started, um, when I let her hear the tape and shit, she was actually really happy. She liked it, and only thing she told me was to curse less. Oh, and you know, typical parents. Typical yeah. parents. And now that I've gotten older, I'm definitely like, yes, mom, you're right. You're always yeah. right. And I definitely should have cursed less mm -hmm. in my first mixtape. What does she do? My mom. Yeah. She is. I don't really know where my mom works. I know it's for the government, though. Oh, okay. It's like for a cybersecurity place. That's crazy. Yeah, it's. I think it's called Fidelis. Yeah. It's like the people who protect shit for Apple. Oh. Shit like that. That's crazy. So you got both the like academic side and then like the creative side from your dad. I definitely can say that. Like my mom is hella smart. Like yeah. when I was in Spanish, bro, my mom would like help me do my homework and. Damn. You know, it's crazy to talk about this because like, me and my mom, you know, like as I got older, we just saw we saw things differently, but. She really did help a lot in school. Like, yeah. School, she was like getting me through, like, hey, wow. do this shit, stop playing around. And I used to be so mad at her, like, I don't wanna go to school, I don't wanna do this. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm an adult, I'm happy I have a fucking diploma. Yeah. Like, thanks, mom. <laughs> Thank you for being so mean sometimes. <laughs> like, I needed that shit. Yeah. I like tough love, it's worth it, it means more. Mm -hmm. What were your favorite subjects back then? Huh. In school? Yeah. Well, I used to take art. 
So, but I was really good, like really, really good. So art was my favorite class. I would actually skip all my other classes. Really? To sit in that class. And my senior year, I was, um, what's that called? A student helper, I guess. Yeah. Like a, a student teacher job. Teaching like. assistant. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. And that shit was cool because I got to teach people like how to, um, how to blend certain colors. It was like the freshman and shit. And that's when yeah. I really, I knew I wanted to work with kids. But I didn't know what. Yeah. Do you not mind being like rated for art? Or like have um, a like a set curriculum for art? I feel like you're pretty free flowing. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. when he would make me grade the paper, like if I thought it was bad, I would just ask them like what were you what were you going for? Like what were you trying to do? Because art all it needs to ever be is explained. It never mm -hmm. needs to be changed. If the artist is finished with it, yeah. it's finished with it. Maybe somebody has like a pointer though. So what are your what are your favorite artists? Um, right now, mm -hmm. or even then, if you remember. Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna. Um. Oh, I meant like non-music related. Oh, okay. Huh. This is a weird one. Well, Pierre. Like in Pierre Lewis is actually my um the artist who did all the artwork for Sugar Trap Two, all the um what's that? the fucking singles artwork and shit like that. Mm -hmm. He did all of that. And I found him on Instagram about like a year ago. Um, he edited some weird shit on some fucking runway pictures. And ever since then, I was really obsessed with him. Like all the other artists I've really learned about was just like in school, you know? Yeah. It wasn't really, um. Yeah. oh yeah, this artist, it was just him. Mm -hmm. He's like my motherfucking Van Gogh. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga's vision is crazy. Mm -hmm. Like. You go on his page, it's nothing like what he made for Sugar Trap. I tell oh, you that. It's I'll like completely different. You're like, he made that? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like he invites you to your world and all his captions like tell a story. Oh, and wow. it's crazy. It's yeah. awesome. When you used to do art back in the day, what did it look like? Um, shit. It's like, no. It didn't look like shit. It was really good. Um, <laughs> it was um, colorful. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of eyes. I drew a lot of like topless women. Yeah. Um, I liked a lot of lines. I like tedious things. Like I would have a, a drawing placed in the middle of something that's like huge, small drawing, and then I yeah. would just do the whole background and then oh, paint it. Oh wow. Like little circles and lines and shit. Like I was really mm -hmm. into that type of shit that that gave you patience. Yeah. Like I would fucking work on a fucking painting for. Like, three days, no sleep. Wow. And that's kind of what happened with yeah. music, because that's not, like, how I am in the studio. It's yeah. Like, as soon as I get in there, don't nobody take me out of my zone, because you're going to have to get out. <laughs> yeah. For real. How did your love for, like, painting art transition into more of your love for music, and that became more of your career? Well, because when I, um, I started noticing that when I dealt with things, sad or happy, first thing I ran to to comfort me was music. Mm. You know, like, if I'm feeling sad, you know, bro, let me put some music on. If I'm feeling happy, hey, let's put some music on. Mm -hmm. So, I just had a need or a feeling that I wanted to make people happy that I've ever been, like, sad. Mm -hmm. And with my paintings, it's like, they were bright and colorful, but they were still, like, sick and sad mm -hmm. in a sense. Like, mm. you know... And it was weird because when I made music, my music never sounded sad. 
Like it never, it never, it never sounded like, oh, help me. Like, hey, Arnold sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. I Carly sounds crazy. You would never think somebody who makes those songs would be like sad. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like the music so much because it, it just it don't make me sad. It makes me happy. I can put myself. Yeah. And remind myself how I'm a poppin' ass bitch. <laughs> like, what better confidence boost is that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Did everything come together super easily with like your art, even like your fashion sense, kind of like your branding music video? Did it was it something that you like had a plan or did it just was like all super free flowing? Like you already knew what you I wanted. Carly, I Carly had a plan. Hey Arnold was like a snippet, and then they were like begging me for it, so I was like, okay, so maybe they they like this song too. So I shot a video for it. Um. And ever since then, I was kind of winging it. Yeah. And then Tales of Taco Bella came out. And when I was working on that project, I was like learning how to, um, I was learning my voice. Yeah. You know, I was really learning what my voice can do, what sounds my voice can make. And it was just with auto-tune. So once I took the auto-tune off, I just like started building around how I would already form my voice uh, on auto-tune without yeah. it. And then add like smaller shit that's not as heavy, you know what I'm saying? Like, auto-tune has a distinct sound to it. Mm -hmm. And everyone has it, because everyone uses auto-tune. Yeah. So, I just like, started doing shit with my voice now, it's weird, I don't yeah. know. So all the branding stuff came super naturally to you? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, my first big tape that got attention was Sugar Trap, mm -hmm. and after, after that name, like, I was literally, that shit was hella crazy how it came. Hella crazy. Yeah. Hella crazy how it came to me. But after I just said it out loud, like I just kept saying it out loud. Yeah. Like, sugar That's trap. How I can do. Sugar <laughs> trap. Sugar <laughs> trap. Like I just be going around the house. Sugar trap. We go. We go. Sugar <laughs> trap. We go. We go. Like my mom would be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is a sugar trap?" I'm like, "Sugar trap." Like oh. I don't know. It was just um, it was like a chant. I don't know. It just made me happy. It yeah. made me feel like. Mm. So name the tape that. The music on it had nothing to do with yeah. the name. Like, the music on it was um, good, great, amazing music. It got me my fan base, but yeah. compared to now, it was just, you know, rookie shit. Yeah. You know, just, you know, your basic rookie shit, which is just like, you don't own all the beats, you know, mm -hmm. shit like that. But yeah. pretty, everybody, everybody on that tape was like, they fucked with me, though. Like, all the producers, I got their say so, but, you know, I didn't get it posted on Apple Music mm -hmm. or anything like that. It was just on... Spinrilla, SoundCloud, like. Yeah. Has it ever been difficult for you to be vulnerable in your music? No. Mm -hmm. No, it just takes, um, it takes the right people to be in the studio. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't ever fucking like to be in the studio with a lot of people. I feel like it needs to be like one to two people besides the engineer. So that's three people tops. I yeah. don't like more than three people in the studio. Mm -hmm freaks me out, makes yeah. me feel like everyone's watching me. Mm, yeah. yeah, so when I rap about sad shit or shit that means a lot to me, like I like for everybody to be gone so that if I don't like it, I can fix it. You know, mm. before anyone tells me, yeah, I know the song's sad as shit, but you like didn't hit that note, you know what I'm saying? Like God. that shit'll hurt me where if I'm feeling it, yeah. I just say how I feel. And then yeah. the next day I come back and I'm like, wow, this sounds good. I fix, you know, tweak it, whatever parts it is. But that barely happens. Yeah. If I don't like the song, I'll like trash the whole fucking thing. Like, sometimes I'll get too vulnerable. 
Mm-hmm. Too vulnerable. And then you just, you listen to it and you're like, girl, you don't feel better. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, you don't stop being sad. Like, yeah. you know, and that's another reason why music helps. Sometimes I'll hear some sad mm-hmm. shit that I made and I'm like, what's hurting you? Yeah. Kind of brings those demons to the front. Mm-hmm. Instead of them just sitting back there like, hi, bitch, you know, I'm just here. Yeah. Taking over your happiness. <laughs> don't mind me. Yeah. It's just like, come here, calling you out. Which one is it? Okay, I feel alone. Let's make a song about feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And whatever comes to your mind, it's like, damn, that's how you feel? Yeah. That's how you feel? Like, <laughs> that's really how you feeling right now? And then it's always true. It is always how you feel. It's always just like, damn. Like, mm-hmm. It brings that shit to light. And then you share it with people and you're like shaking like, fuck. What are they like? This is the worst song ever. <laughs> and people are like, wow, this touched me. This was amazing. This was beautiful. Did you always feel like you had multiple ultra, uh, like alter egos even when you were growing up, like way back then? Yeah, I definitely did. I've always had them since I was like eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were they before, like when you were eight? What were your alter egos like? Um, I had definitely somebody named Carly. Mm-hmm. She was what I would call my Bratz doll, like the main Bratz doll. I've always mm-hmm. called her Carly. I don't know why. Carly, Carla. One of those. Same thing. Whatever. Yeah. And um, I think Taco Bella, like they never had names. They just had personalities and certain ways of dressing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I never knew what to call them. I just knew, like, some weeks I would wake up and I would dress like a certain person for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And then I would dress like somebody who wears bright clothes for two weeks. And then I would dress like somebody who's, like, in the middle for two weeks. And that shit would, like, reflect my mood, too. So I was just like, is something wrong with me? Yeah. Like, is this weird? And it's not weird, because it was just like, my imagination, my brain, my fucking like creative juices were flowing. That's why when I started painting, that shit was like, oh, it was sense. hella vivid. Like, yeah. And then I would, whenever I would get like painter's block, I guess, it would just be like, well, I could paint from this, this perspective of this personality, like mm-hmm. the sad one. Put on music that the sad person likes, and then draw some shit that they can relate to. Yeah. I also think it's really sweet how you've always had like boyfriend slash best friend type of thing. Yeah. Like having a lover and also someone that you could tell like your most secrets to. I've only had two of them. Yeah. But that's still like, I guess, something pretty sweet, I feel like. <laughs> I'm with one of them now. Yeah. The other one was just like, you know. Yeah. The situation. Mm-hmm. How did um, it, how, were you always like that? You wanted someone who were, you know, someone you could confide in, someone that you could love? Was that something that clicked to you from the onset of finding that type of person? Honestly, when I met my first boyfriend, I didn't like him. We was just friends. Like, Mm -hmm. we were best friends. We just hang out every day. And he was the first boy that ever made me feel like I could be myself. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I look for in a guy. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. care about the clothes. I don't care about the money. I don't care about nothing else. But do you make me feel like I could be myself? Like, can I trust you? with who I am because mm-hmm. niggas will get to know you and then next thing you know they're just like a whole other person you're like bitch fuck you like you you're not worth shit anyway so yeah. with with guys it's just like I always have to be friends with them like yeah if I love you that. like <laughs> yeah like if you're like a, a fucking one and done or like you know what I'm saying like you know one of them niggas that's just like uh okay I'm, I'm here but I'm not like yeah. why would I invest in who I am 
Like, why would I invest in getting to know you if you're not trying to get to know me? Yeah. So, they always have to show me that they're trying to get to know me more than I'm trying to get to know I them. I love that. Yeah. They always have to be like, what do you want to do? What do you want to talk about? Yeah. Like, because I'm quiet at first. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> what you trying to do? Like, yeah. surprise me. Do something cool. Yeah. How did, how early was it that clicked to you with your boyfriend you um, have now, like, that you wanted him to, like, manage you and, like, be there for you for your artist project? It, like, started off, that's what he was, it started off, he was just my boyfriend. Yeah. And then he started saying he wanted to be an engineer, and I was telling him, like, because I used to rap, and he mm. knew that. I used to tell him, like, yo, well, I know how a little bit, like, I could teach you some shit. So we would just be in the house teaching each other shit, but in order to record, yeah. you gotta have somebody's voice. Mm -hmm. He always be like, I don't like my voice, I don't like my voice. So then I would just rap on the shit. Freestyling shit, joking around, just to learn how to record other people. And then one day I just, I wrote a real song and I recorded it and it was lit. And then it was like around iCarly, I think like, mm -hmm. I started really feeling like the shit you know, like, yeah. I don't need no nigga, I don't need none of that. I don't need that dead weight. Yeah. And I missed him. Mm-hmm. Like, I missed him. And, and then dealing with, you know, the death of my last boyfriend, it was just yeah. like, I miss somebody. Like, that mm -hmm. felt weird. It felt different. Like, I never miss people. I don't miss my, I don't miss anybody but yeah. my kid. So missing him, it was just like, what is it, what is it about him? Like, and then I just... I stopped being such a bitch, and I stopped being so like, you know how you act when you hurt? You're just yeah. like, about everything. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what he does. You're like, you ain't shit, yeah. fuck you. And with him, I just, that was when I just decided, I was like, damn, like, it's the reason why my heart is like this for you. Yeah. It's not like this for anybody else. Yeah. I don't miss anybody else. I miss you every day. You don't talk to me because I did something fucking like I used to just blow his phone up with accusations, bro. I was like oh, a crazy bitch, like God. crazy as shit. Yeah. I'd be like, so who the fuck is this bitch you just follow back? Like, <laughs> and it was like a random girl. Like, well, I don't know who the fuck that yeah. is, but I was so young minded. Like, yeah. I didn't see what love was. Mm -hmm. And I was like super, like, yeah. you know, I was just on my baby mother shit. Mm -hmm. like, is that difficult though that he's like 24/7 like with artists and then with your personal life? Like is is there ever any problems? Um no cuz I'm I'm the only artist he works with and yeah. I'm the only artist he's ever worked yeah. with. And he's the only manager I've ever worked with. So oh, we're just wow. you know like we're working together we're building yeah. something beautiful and you know it's just amazing that we get to do it so young. Yeah. I see like a lot of people like they just yeah. They don't appreciate love. Like, that shit could really be here today, gone tomorrow. Person you love could fucking, like, move yeah. away or some shit. Like, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't let that ruin y'all. If you really love somebody, y'all gotta build something outside of the love and outside of, like, a child or something. Like, you guys have to have a, a partnership. Yeah. Which y'all work together. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Yeah, because he's just, he's like my number one fan. I'm yeah, his I can see when you guys together are so sweet. And he's like, I can just see in his eyes that he's so supportive. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. look, I look over, he's taking pictures. Like, who asked you to take pictures? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so and even like when I'm in the studio and I'm like, fuck, like this, fuck, I don't, I'm not doing this right. He'll just be like, babe, calm down. 
You started over. You got it. You yeah. got it. At the shows, I'll look at him like, bro, I'm, I need some. It's like, literally, it's crazy because we just now developed this fucking look that we give each other. Yeah. When I'm on stage and I need water, I just be like... <laughs> he, like knows he knows exactly oh what God. it is. Like, it doesn't even take a second. He'll be like, okay, let me get the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> We're just in sync. Mm -hmm. and It's beautiful. I'm, I'm blessed that I got to experience love again because I was very uh, closed. Mm-hmm. You know, shut out from everybody, from my family, yeah. from even myself. Like, I just was forcing myself to feel sad and feel bad for myself. And I was just being, like, messy. Like, mm -hmm. messy, and I didn't care about the people around me. And shit was just weird. Like, yeah. It was weird. What would you say have been your biggest struggle so far? I think my biggest struggle so far has been... Hmm, being places on time, mm -hmm. well, it's like hectic. Like, yeah. I'm never on time, and sometimes I'm on time, sometimes I'm not. But when I'm not on time, it's like really bad. Yeah, really, really bad. So I'm trying to get better with time. Let's get, let's get real. What is it? What is it? I think my biggest struggle is staying off social media when mm -hmm. I'm mad. Like, oh, yeah. I'll get on like, it, I'll get on social media when I'm upset about something, and it'll just be like. Bitch, why did you say this? Like, you don't care that much. You know? Like, you'll say mm -hmm. some shit and it's like, make it look like you care. And it's like, bro, you don't care that much. Why would you even say that? Like, yeah. people looking at you now like you care and you don't even care. So mm -hmm. why are you making them think you care about shit that you don't care about? Mm -hmm. So I'm mastering the art of that. Yeah. The art of just truly getting on there to be positive and interact with my fans and, you know. Let that fucking cyber bully, all that shit go. Oh my god! All that yeah. like bashing people and yeah. getting on Twitter and everyone who responds to you, if it's hate, you're just like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like, bro, I got celebrities following me. I'm for vibe. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, bitch, watch what you tweet, watch yeah. what you say, because people watching, mm -hmm. people watching your every move, and some shit you say might offend somebody, and now you're out of a job and you're out of some coins. Like, mm -hmm. you don't know who you're talking to when you make a tweet. Yeah. So. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for my my music and my creativity. Mm -hmm. Of course, like, I just want, want to be remembered as someone who was bright and colorful and just free, because mm -hmm. that's what I am. I'm just like, I'm happy. This is the happiest time of my life. Like, yeah. I mean, this would be anybody's heaviest time of their life, but it's like, really, it's beautiful. Every day is something outrageous you think would never happen it happens and you're like what the fuck this happened so something better has to happen like what the yeah. fuck <laughs> and just i don't know yeah i want to be remembered as a happy person mm -hmm. oh i love that thank you so much that's awesome <laughs> thank you <laughs>